Hey, slip, slide, trying to provide for me. For me. For me. What's good, everybody? It's your man Q. I'm back again with another episode. Thank you for all that have been supporting thus far, and please continue to share your podcast, share my podcast, excuse me. Keep sharing your thoughts with me. The, the encouragement has been lovely. All the love I've been receiving about the content I've been putting out, I appreciate it so much. I don't understand how much it makes, how, how good it makes me feel, man, to just know, like, like I just, like I said in, like, the, the introduction to this podcast, like, I just wanted to start something that would cause people to start thinking a little bit different, trying some new things, and even causing people to have more conversations with people they may not know or people they already know, like people that's already in our circle that we already connected to, and it's just been lovely. And I even want to say with that being said, you know, September is is a very historic month for me personally because my, my father's birthday is September 3rd. And my mother's birthday is September 5th. So I'm going to give a round of applause for them real quick. <laughs> Appreciate this month so much because it's like without those two days, like I, w- I would not be here. And more importantly, without those two people, I would not have gotten to the place that I'm at today in my life. And I just want to you know, continue on with closing out my Young Scholar series with part four and my senior year and just thinking like my senior year was one of these moments where all the things that kind of transpired the previous three years just just came to like such a better place. Like a lot of the lessons that I learned early on through all my grinding, my working, some of my difficult times with my family and trying to balance like work, this college life and, you know, seeing everybody like it, it just all came to like a, a perfect place to think like, you know, at that time I was having more conversations more frequently with my family members, whether it be from Texas or California. I, I was talking to my friends so much. And even as far as the church I was going to, like, you know, I was I was able to serve a lot of people at a high level to even think I remember at that time it was a uh, three freshmen that I end up like mentoring for a little bit. And it ended up being like like a good a good way to continue on my senior year just to kind of give a little bit of help to some people that didn't have some of the stuff that, you know, I I had. You know, I just want to return the favor, I guess, in a sense. I shouldn't say that I had, like, to think. Like, I remember I was a freshman. Like, some of the some of the guys I shouted out in my last episode that, like, really, like, took me under their wing and, like, really provided me with some good guidance and even, like, a place to wash my clothes, like, just sharing their food with me, whether it be some hot dogs, some chips. Like, just I was very appreciative and just tried to pay that forward to, to th- three younger men at my school. But, um... You know, just back back to my senior year in particular, I was, you know, remembering I, I got to this place where I was like, yeah, I know for a fact, like, graduation is happening. Like, it's, it's going to happen. Like, I don't even have to be afraid. Like, I worked so hard for this moment to think, like, all the hours that I put in at that Walmart when I, my, I was taking a year off from school to work to come back to school is like, like, this is what this moment was for. 
And I remember even getting to a place to where I was thinking, like, I really didn't want to walk across the stage. Like, I was just <laughs> so happy to think, like, man, I'm going to be done with college. I'm I'm not coming back to school. I'm not going to graduate school. Like, you know, this has been, you know, a journey in itself, a marathon in itself. And I was just going to be just happy with just being able to be done. But I started thinking, like, early on, like, you know, I didn't want to rob my family of that experience. And I know a lot of times when graduation comes up, like, the focus, like, is on the student that's graduating. But I felt like, for me, like, you know, that was, you know, the least thing that I was proud of, you know, as I, I, found, my, I found myself in my senior year. You know, I was thinking... I was I was just more happy with the fact that, you know, the growth that I had had with my my family members, with my friends to think like this moment really represents them like this degree that I'm going to get just really represents the fact that if it wasn't for all of these connections that I had made, even within my church, like this would not be as possible this would not be possible to me that's how I felt and it wouldn't be this easily obtainable because I found myself coming to my senior year like I was really tapped in with my professors and I was seeking like a lot of a lot of counsel about a lot of my curriculum because I was getting ready to get into the real world once this was over and even from there I started getting like more free game about you know the work like the workforce or the professional world to where like a, once again, I found myself like a, seeming to ask the correct questions and leaving with the with correct answers. Like to even think like my senior year was the first year that I had ended up getting a credit card. And uh, most people probably before me had already got a credit card. And for those that, you know, don't know, like <laughs> one of the biggest reasons like credit card companies always try to reach out to like young college students is because, you know, we, we don't know too much about how credit works. And we see this credit card as like a grand opportunity to, to come up on the world. And we're going to have access to s some money and we're going to be able to, you know, live it up and do whatever. And, you know, a lot of people find themselves getting a credit card debt early. And I want to say, like, don't be that person. Like, by all means, like, if you somebody that's thinking about getting a credit card, go talk to somebody that has some credit good credit first before you even apply for a credit card to even know what type of credit card you should be applying for because that that was questions I had to ask to where it was like you know people end up t teaching me about credit cards you know with like no annual fees annual fees like there's credit cards that get, have certain benefits like cash back rewards points or you know even just a starter credit card which is what I end up getting to just help you build your credit but I ended up getting my first credit card my senior year. And, you know, even before I even got that, I had a project in school where we had to go meet with a mortgage company. And we had to, you know, kind of see what the mortgage lending process was like and what it takes to, to get approved for a loan, what different types of loans it takes to get a house. And I remember, you know, after I asked the questions I needed from my group project, uh, I asked the, the mortgage guy, you know, about credit cards. I was like, can you tell me what you know about credit cards? Because I'm thinking about getting a credit card and, you know, I want 
you know, a tip on how I can grow my credit score fast. And he was like, I'm going to tell you this right now. The first thing that you need to realize is that your credit card is not free money. It's just literally credit money that somebody's lending to you that you're going to pay back. And what you want to do is you want to pay it in full every month. So that way you don't have no interest. He was like, even when you get your first credit card, they're going to give you like no APR for 12 months or 15 months. Or that's the card you should be applying for. Hint, hint. And but you want to be in the habit of paying that off every month. So that way you don't pay the credit card company any interest. And then I was like, but I heard like you kind of need to let it cycle through. And then pay for it to grow. He was like, no, you don't necessarily have to do that, because really the tip is you need to stay within one to 10 percent of your credit card limit. And then from there, what you want to do. That's really going to boost your score. You want to stay within one to three percent of your credit card limit. And from there, you're going to get like 60, 50 to like 60 points every month. And you're just going to see your score grow up. And you know what? I end up taking his advice. And sure enough, that is what started to happen to me when I got my first credit card with Capital One. I remember I had a small little five hundred dollar credit limit. And even kind of going to talk to my boy who who had a credit card, my boy KD, been trying to put me on a credit card game, you know, chopping up with him. He was saying, man, look, I only use my credit card for stuff that I'm going to purchase that I already got the money for. Like, or even if I get a new one and it got no APR, like, yeah, put the stuff on there and I'll pay it back to zero because I know I got no interest occurring, but. You know, I was just getting advice from people that already had did it before me. And I found myself, man, I was I was at the 700 game like real quick, real quick. I had a 700 and it was just all the simple stuff that I was already buying. I, I pretty much was just using my credit card for like one meal a month. Like I think I was like one twenty dollar meal or something a month. I was using my credit card for with that limit and it was giving me all these points and. It was it was a, a a blessing for me to to just get in the game like that, not have a credit card for that long. Cause I know most people think like, ah, oh, bro, like you need to go get a car to go build you some credit, or you know everybody everybody's not able to even just have some bills in their name. Cause even the the house I was living in at the time, like I had ended up being a manager of that house, kind of previously, like you know towards like my my end of my sophomore year, my junior year, but I had a couple of bills in my name that was helping me out that way. But nothing to the point to where, like, when I got the, this credit card and I had the right information to do it right, to think, like, sometimes, like, taking on, like, more debt, I would say, is not always the route you think you have to go. Because I know that seemed to be, like, a very old-school method, like, early on, where people was like, uh, let me just get a car in my name, I'll build my credit that way. But it's like, man, like, why take on all them payments? You know, when you can just do this right here and you can have a good credit score. And then even then, like the higher your credit score is, even for, you know, most people that might be not having a brand new car that's thinking about getting one out after their senior year. It's like, man, the higher your credit score is, like the more leverage you have with things, even when it comes to like housing and apartments and condos and things of that nature, you give yourself more leverage when you getting ready to get into the real world to where you think like you want to be getting these approvals without co-signers. Like you want to be able to have a good credit name 
so that you can get some of the stuff that you might want to obtain for yourself and make it that much easier on yourself and not trying to get too many people involved in the mix. And even with that being said, I just want to go, you know, on to my next point of thinking, like, also, I remember, um, I, re- I remember this, part- this was one of another defining moment I had my senior year, which I don't, I know most people actually don't even do this. I, I will say per se, like, I haven't seen too many people post, like, when they had bad grades in college. And I would say, like, my my senior year was one of these years, the first time I had ever gotten an F in college. And, like I said, I know y'all sitting here think, saying, like, man, but you said, like, like you knew you was graduating, it was going to be a breeze. Trust me. When, even when I had ended up getting an F, it was in statistics, too. Business statistics, too. Uh, it was one of the most difficult teachers on campus. You know, he had a, a reputation for like being like a you know a stickler for doing the work and knowing what you're doing and you know his homework was way different from the test like he was definitely one of those professors who was like nah like my job is to teach you the concept and you should be able to apply this a concept you know to the test but uh, I ended up getting the F in business stats too and I remember it was so crazy I got the F all my classmates didn't even believe I had an F they was like you lying stop playing like why are you always playing around I'm like no like like, I really got an F, and then everybody's like, like, what are you going to do? I'm like, I'm going to take the class again. They was like, what are you talking about? It was like, because this class is only offered, like, in the fall or something. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not I'm not really worried about that. I was like, I'm going to just go take it at a, at a uh, community college. And they was like, oh, you could do that? I'm like, yeah, you can do that. You need to go, you can go find a community college where your college will take these university credits because even then like business stats too it wasn't a it wasn't like this was like a level three finance class i was taking so i was like anything else will suffice so and i figured if i went to take it out of community college it would be a little bit more easier for me to take it there than you know kind of at my school and you know i end up doing that and here I was, you know, still working like three jobs and now going to two different colleges. But, you know, I was just not I was just not, you know, bought into this idea of like all is failed, all is over. Like I said, because, man, I had already been through so much that already showed me like, man, I'm capable of anything. Like as long as I stay the course, like like this is just an obstacle that I will overcome to even think like statistics, man, is, is, a, is a very hard class. And. I know a lot of times, like, people are always throwing, like, stats out at you, like, about little different things, about, like, how many graduates there are, how many people work in this field, how many black people is here, how many black people are not here and stuff like that. But when you actually break it down these formulas, it's like, man, this is a completely different world. But I end up taking this class at another college, and I remember walking in that college thinking, like, man, like, all I need is a C. And... I'm home free. Like, that's all I need. Like, I just, if I can apply myself as best I can to get this C, like, I, I'm going to be good. And I remember, you know, me when my teacher at, at that school is Calhoun University, not university, Calhoun Community College, I'm sorry, and uh, just telling them, like, you know, I'm from, I'm from another college. I'm from, you know, Alabama A&M University. I'm a senior this year, and, like, you know, I'm just trying to, I need all the help I can get to, to pass this class so that you know i can walk across the stage you know you know he just was like yeah man i'm I'm gonna try everything i can to make that happen man i really believed him on that end 
he ended up being like a, a very good teacher. But the reason I also want to bring up this class is because now when I took that class, it, it was easier, but it was not necessarily easier because I was at Calhoun. It was honestly easier because that professor that ended up failing me, the way that he taught us, and then when I got to Calhoun, like, it, for some reason, everything just started clicking. Like, it just started making sense. And it had made me realize that when I got that F, and I remember I was so mad, I couldn't believe I got an F, and, like, you know, a couple other people got Ds and stuff or whatever, or even Cs, and I'm like, dang, that's crazy. But it had made me realize, man, like, the reason that I had the F was not because he failed me. It was because I failed myself. It was because I didn't, I didn't come in trying to at least put my best foot forward the whole time in that class. Like, I let the fact that the class was so hard, like, I, I made it crumble me. Like, I just got to the point where I was like, man, I'm never going to understand this instead of doing everything I actually could to understand that. To even think, like, I didn't go out and get a tutor. I didn't go out and try to find somebody else that had passed the class before me. Like, once again, like, in this class, like, I had put myself in a position where I'm like, bruh, trying to do everything on my own when it was like, man, I'm telling y'all, doing everything on my own had not got me where I was at. It had not got me where I was at. Like, the help of other people had got me there. And I remember even thinking when I got to Calhoun and some of the other people that, you know, I didn't know like that, sometimes when I didn't know something, I would ask a question. Or I'd be like, can I see your notes for this? Because there'd be people in there taking way better notes than me. And that was probably another thing. If I could change one thing in college, I would have took way better notes. And I want to point out that also, like, women take the best notes. Like, even when I used to be like, dang, why you got to color coordinate everything and do all this stuff? Like, I should have been applying myself to that level so that that way I would understand when I go back to review. But, you know, anyway, um... I was ending up taking that class at Calhoun, and everything was going good. I felt good about it, you know, week by week. And then, you know, even going on from there, like I said, just, you know, going back between that school and my school, I was just thinking, like, it's good. It's good. Like, everything is going to be okay, man. And I remember uh, at the time, also, I want to bring this up, like, um, man, I, I, had a, I had a relationship at the time, man. I remember, you know, I was just having like a, a particular conversation, you know, you know, with my girlfriend at the time. And I remember we like kind of somehow, I don't know, we just got onto it about like grades or something. But like, you know, the statement came out that it's like, man, I'm sorry that like, like you don't care about your grades like the way that I do and that, you know, you're not you're not going to graduate. And then I was like, man, that's crazy. Because, like, I know I'm finna graduate. And then she was trying to get me to explain, like, like, how do you, how do you know? Like, you're going, like, I just, like, I, I know. Like, I know. And even at that time, it was like, you know, she, she wasn't realizing at the time, like, like, even for me, like, like, man, like, somebody saying, like, what I'm not going to do, like, man, it's, it's not enough. Like, it's not going to work. Like, probably, like, back if I was in middle school or something, that you know, that would have been like, dang, they might be right. But at that time, it was like, it, it was just hard, you know, for somebody to tell, like, me, like, like, I've been working so hard to even think, like, I used to always have this saying where it's like, for a lot of people that didn't have to, like, work to survive in college, 
like legit like bro if all i had to do was just go to school i'd probably have way have been i probably would have yeah if i could have just went to school i'd have been done in like four years like most people if i never had to work all that you know what i'm saying like if i could have just focused on school like stressed over te- like i didn't even stress over tests for real for real when i was in college you know when i was working all my jobs but let me have not been working no jobs and just had to study bro it would have been good because even i showed up to a test it's like you know i can only focus on what i know and you know whatever i don't know that's just what it is i was just one of those test takers like i pull up do all the stuff i know i come back to what i don't know like i'm not gonna spend time just you know stressing over like what i don't know i just gotta focus on what i do know and even at that time in that conversation I knew I was going to graduate. Like I'm not I wasn't even going to focus on the fact that somebody is telling me that they basically like don't believe in me. Like that they don't believe in my abilities. Like anything that I've done, you know, in the past like it's not enough to get it's, it doesn't have enough give them enough confidence in me that I will succeed. It was one of the weirdest things actually to hear and it ended up like kind of like making me feel like a little hurt inside to think like you know somebody like this close to me like thinks like this less than me that's how i was taking it at the time man and i ain't gonna lie bro it wasn't it wasn't a good look wasn't a good feeling and it, i think it was getting even weirder for me like you know as like the next couple months went by <laughs> you know but anyway but you know so you know kind of kind of had that and i just wanted to even throw that out there to say like man like like, sometimes it's going to be hard for people to understand, like, the journey that you want. Like, it's it's going to be hard for them to fathom, like, like, how this makes sense. Like, how you believe in yourself so much. Like, it's it's going to be hard for them to be like, how are you so happy? Like, how, how are you not, like, devastated? Like, I remember even before when I had talked to her about, like, yeah, I failed the class. I was, like, I was upset one day. Then the next day, I, I just wasn't worried. I was just like, nah, I'm just go take it somewhere else. Like that problem's already solved. And like that's so what I'm telling y'all, man, just just focus on what you know and what you can fix. Like I couldn't go back and change that if if I wanted to. You know what I'm saying? And even with that being said, I remember, you know, passing that class at that community college and I ended up going back to school one day and I seen the teacher that had gave me an F, the professor that gave me an F. And, you know, I walked up to him and I just said, man, I just want to let you know, man, like, <clears throat> you know, I'm I'm going to I'm graduating. And he was like, oh, that's good to know. But it was like, but I but I really came here to let you know, like, you know, thank you. Thank you for failing me. Like, I know this sounds crazy that somebody's saying this to you because I'm pretty sure you you never heard this before. You catch a lot of flack. But I'm like, thank you for failing me because you helped me realize that. You know, like it wasn't that it wasn't your teaching like it was me. And then a lot of the stuff that you end up like teaching me made so much more sense when I went over and took this other class. Like, so I just want to appreciate I just appreciate you for like helping me have this realization. And, you know, he thanked me in the whole nine. So I don't even know if he's still teaching at A&M or not. But, you know, I, I just felt like also I just wanted to pay pay back to him like. You know, he did his job like he did what the school paid him to do legitimately. Like I wanted him to know, like, man, like. I I really learned from this moment like this is life like this is not a game. And I, I appreciated him for keeping it real enough to me to like not just pass me on to make me 
pretend like, oh, yeah, I got it or I finessed it. Like, yeah, like Jesus took the wheel on this one type deal. Like, man, like I just I just stayed with it and I went harder. And that was because he gave me the F. And, you know, in passing that stats two class, because I knew I had all my other classes like on rap. Like I had all all A's in the mother classes like. I was just thinking like, man, like this is just great. This is just this is coming good. And I remember as I, you know, making my arrangements, like the hardest thing for me that wasn't even school related was like, man, I only got like ten tickets and I really want so many people to be at this graduation. And even that part was like the hardest thing to decipher from to think like, I want a lot of people here, man, like and it was just hard to just to just break it down to just like who it ended up getting breaking down broken down to and it ended up being like me you know my mom like her boyfriend at the time my my sisters well my my younger sisters I wanted my brother to be there but you know he couldn't make it happen and I even wanted my nephews to be to be there too but it was it was all good and then you know my father was there with with his girlfriend at the time and you know my stepmom ended up coming and man it was a it was a it was a glorious occasion man like it was a glorious occasion like it just it just felt good to be making these preparations for everybody to just come to Huntsville Alabama because even then this was like the this was the first time like any of my family had came to my state like when I was there like no one had ever came and visited me before and I it just felt so good to be like, man, everybody's coming to the place that that helped me become who I am. Like, everybody's coming to the place that I love so much. Like, everybody's going to come see my HBCU. Like, everyone's going to see, like, why I love this school so much. Like, everyone's going to see that, like, like this is the place that I'm going to tell people when this is all said and done that, like, made me who I am, that gave me the strength to get through any obstacle in life, that gave me the knowledge, the worth ethic to achieve the things I want to achieve. Alabama A&M University did that for me, man. And it just, it felt good to just be at a place like I'm going to share this with everybody. And I kind of remember the only people I got to give a tour of my school to was like my mom, my sister, and then her boyfriend at the time. And it just felt good to be showing them like, yes, like, like this is my first dorm right here at Stevens. And then this was my other dorm Hopkins, but I got kicked out of here. Be, well kicked off campus basically because they failed the little inspection or whatever and like this is the cafeteria I went to all the time I went to West everybody call it night or whatever but like I went here all the time like and even to think obviously with some new stuff and I ended up showing my my sister the band room because you know my sister is in band and she was just like like just like wow like like this looks nice like it, it just felt good to even like sh be able to show my sister you know, something that I didn't have before for myself in a, in a way like, no, I didn't have nobody before me, you know, that, you know, went to college and came back and was like, yeah, like this is this is everywhere I went. Like nobody showed me around their college before, you know, <laughs> and it just it felt good to just be able to give that to my sister to just like be able to show her like, you know, there's more to life like outside of our neighborhood, like. We can let our dreams carry us as far as, you know, they will. You know, we it's good things out here. It's beautiful things out here, man. And 
I remember uh, that. I think that's the last day they're riding the BTS ever on that tour, and just you know riding around and it just man, just, just all the memories coming back to man from like freshman year, man, like me and my boys just riding the BTS to like you know West to get to the to to the football games. Like I remember when I first got to A and M, they started off like six and zero, man. They was ranked in the country. Like all the games was amazing, like. I just remember just driving through like the t like around the tailgate section and just thinking like man like I had some good times over here, and even thinking like man I really started off as a a young kid man no facial hair no nothing just naked face to like just a full fledged man like it just felt good to reflect and think like man like this was all worth it like this caused me a lot of pain some tears man a lot of stress but it was it was all worth it like I wouldn't trade this moment for anything and I knew when I got out I had to get this information back to people in the form that I'm even doing it now I didn't think it would be like this but I knew I just had to find a vessel a capsule that I could leave behind so like I could eliminate kind of another excuse of people saying like ah oh, well i don't know where i could go to find this like even for y'all listening i'm telling y'all share this with all your future college bound kids even kids that may think in college may not be for them like just share some of this with them because i remember i had them days where i was thinking like bro like you know do i should i still stay in school is this degree worth it like i remember being in the economics class and them teaching me about opportunity costs and i was thinking i'm gonna drop out right now because he this making sense i'm leaving money on the table by being here I'm, I'm taking a gamble but it's like then i start thinking like man if i'm gonna take a gamble on anybody it might as well be myself like i know what i'm capable of like a lot of people don't so as long as i stick with that man i should be all right and so far i'm here to tell y'all man I, i've been all right and I remember, man, just, just, man, get, man, I get my cap and gown, man, and getting, getting my little, my little outfit ready, cause I already knew, like, everybody used to me just like dressing down the whole time, like, I'm like, man, I gotta, I gotta show out, man, I gotta show out, and I remember just giving my family members all their tickets, man, and I got a little, uh, man, I was just, yo, I was so intense, man, I was thinking. I could cry at any moment. That's what I thought, like, how intense it was. Like, I just couldn't believe this was happening for me, like, at all. To even just look in the bulletin and it's just saying, like, a kill moss, like, hometown, like, below California thing. Like, I'd have never dreamed of this life. Like, if anybody had told me, like, I would have been to, like, the whole bottom half of the United States while I was broken in college, I wouldn't have believed them. If anybody had told me, like, I would have gotten to a point to where, like, public speaking just really would not be a problem for me to think like I have taught some Bible studies man to think like I was in a position where like I went from being broke to having an excess to be able to give to other people just to have some stuff like I remember one one student I came in contact with man had never even like tried Starbucks before I'm like bro let's I got you like I got you right here man like go ahead enjoy yourself to even think like sometimes I would I would go out and it just be like homeless people just like asking you for two dollars or something. You'd be like, nah, this is good. You know what? I was supposed to be here today to, you know, I was just trying to get some chips. But you know what I see? I I'm going to go ahead and buy you a meal. I don't know when the next time you're going to get one. Just walking into these restaurants and then being like, like trying to get the bare minute. And I'm like, man, whatever you want, like, just go ahead and get that. 
Just get that. Don't even worry about that right now. And then to even thinking like having some conversation with these homeless people and them saying like God is going to bless you. And like at that point in my life, actually being able to like actually believe it, to think like they right. Like God, God is going to bless me the, the same way he, he, he had blessed me to to give a meal to somebody else. Like somebody was passing on like, you know, God is still here. Like God hasn't left. Like, even when it's rough, even when it's hard, man, like, God is always coming through, man. And, uh, man, it was it was a beautiful feeling just to, you know, pull up to that uh, the Von Braun Center in downtown Huntsville with uh, all my classmates and more particularly, like, all my finance classmates because, including me, it was only four of us that was graduating from school with finance degrees. And it just was like, man, like, these people was really my my family, man. Like, they was really like a family to me. Like, man, we, we had a lot of good times together. We had a lot of fun together, man. And it was it was magnificent. And it, it just felt good to just, like, really, like, feel like, man, like, we made it, man. We made it. And to just know, I didn't even know where my family was at in the stands. But it's just, like, I just I just know, like, they were so happy for me, man. And, like, just just the way that the, the journey just came to a close, it was so, it was so beautiful, man. And... I just remember like walking out. I man, I didn't even really. I knew I didn't. I wasn't gonna be able to pick up my degree at the end like everybody else because I still had to submit my transcript from uh, my community college. And just, but just hugging everybody and seeing everybody, and then just like even celebrating, like at the Airbnb that got rented and whatnot. Man, like it was. Man, it was. It was magnificent. Man, just to be like, man, all these people, and you know, in, in the same room, just like here to support me. You know, and even thinking my my best friend Lauren was there with, you know, my nephew who was like a little baby at the time. And, you know, uh, Rachel ended up pulling up. I think it was Ariel pulled up, like some of her other softball teammates. And it was it was just like, man, like, like, man, even the ones that did it before me, man, because they they had ended up graduating before me. But it was just it was nice to see him, man. And, you know, I still hang out with them from time to time, like to this day. Like, I'm, I'm very appreciative of, like, everybody that looked out for me and supported me, man. And that's 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 what I want everybody to kind of get from, like, the closing, like, of, of the part four. Is that, like, like man, just, just take some time to reflect, like, on your current life right now. And think, like, man, like, like, who has really been by my side, like, the whole time through all of this? And let that be anything, man. It don't. It don't even always got to be like, you know, something grand is graduating college and going on to your next step of your life. But like for some people out there, like weight loss might be their thing. Like like who is still stuck by your side after all the diets you done stopped and started? Like who is stopped by your side? Like every time you done wasted some money or made some terrible decision, but somebody been right there supporting you. Like who has been by your side? Like just like, a man, just giving you those hugs to keep you going to encourage you like who has helped you when you you had those tears like when you had those moments like I'm, I'm telling you when I'm looking back and thinking like man I'm telling you my my best friend like like was right there in college with me and I, I remember I was devastated like when Lorenzo had to go back because like of a money issue but it was like like even like thinking like me graduating was for it was for him too like my degree was his degree because there's no way I would have made it 
if it wasn't for him, even when he left to just think like as close contact we was in, it would be to the point to where like, like we really was a dynamic duo. Like people would be like, it's just weird not seeing you guys in the same place to think sometimes we'd be on FaceTime wearing the same exact t-shirts that we had got from being in a college ministry. Like, dang, bro, that's crazy, man. Like, like just think like, like, man, we, we just that close. Like, even to think, like, his mom and dad is really like a mom and dad to me. Like, and they had been there for me, too, and just telling me to keep going and to think, like, I, I was even happy to come back, like, that senior Christmas break. Like, man, I'm, you know, like, like, your mom has got me, like, Christmas gifts over the years are always supporting me. I remember when your family, like, bought me a plane ticket to come back for spring break with you. Like, like, man, like. Like, I, we got to get your mom, like, a Christmas gift. And I remember air fryers is big, man. So we ended up getting her an air fryer. And I just, like, I know she was so happy. But it's, like, she she could never understand. Like, her and Mr. Hill could never understand, like, since I've been 16. Like, when me and Lorenzo, like, really got closer, like, how much they mean to me. Like, how much I love them. Like, even, like, Lorenzo's older brother. Like, I, like, I, like, I literally his family is, like, a family to me. Like, or even, like, KD is, like. Like, man, I just remember I, I lived with him and his mom, like, over a Christmas break and over a summer. And it was like, I could, I could never repay these people enough. Like, like the love that they have shown me, like, goes, like, above and beyond. Like, that's really, like, the, when I read my Bible, that's the type of love that Jesus is talking about right there. To think, like, I'm not, I'm not Khalil's biological brother. I'm not Miss Rochelle's biological son, but it's like nobody could tell us like any different. Like nobody could tell us any different, man. To to think like I I just want to stay so connected with everybody because it's like this is like really the only way I could rep- like feel like I gotta repay him, even though I you know they be would say I probably don't owe him nothing for real, but it's like like man, like I I love these people so much. And it's, it's really because, like, all the love that they poured into me had, had got me to that moment, man. Like, to think, like, man, like, I, I even wanted all my boys to be there, man. Like, I, I really did. Didn't have enough tickets, though, man. Like, that would probably be the one time I would have really put up some bread and bought some more tickets from somebody but couldn't really get no extra tickets and, and got everybody there. But, you know, everybody had their own things in life going on, man, and, I was just I was just so happy, man, just super, super happy. And, you know, with that being said, as I come to a close, man, I just want to say, like, man, like, just, just, man, try to remember the good times, man. Remember the good times, man. I know a lot of times we hold into a lot of negativity. We think about all the wrongs people done us, but, man, a lot of people done us right. A lot of people did us so right. And are we really taking the time to just pay that forward to other people so people can – have moments in their life to think like, man, so many people did me right. This person did do me right. Why am I out here trying to get revenge on somebody else? Why am I trying to stick it to somebody else when I can just be loving the next person? I could be helping the next person overcome something. Or, you know, I could love them and then they could love me and we both overcome something together. Like, man, we don't we don't got to struggle apart, man. We can build together. And, you know, I'm I'm even sitting back home right now. I'm visiting California. I came, I came to pull off the surprise for my mom's birthday. Man, it went great. But I'm, I'm looking at my degree right now and just thinking like, man, I, I gave my mom my degree, because it's like this is for her, man. Like, like my mom gave up a lot 
a lot of her life for me to have my life. And I feel like, you know, my mom didn't go to a university. And I know sometimes my mom would be like, like, you know, getting on me like, ah, like, cause you went to school this, but it's like, man, it's, it's not even about me. Like, like, that's why, like, that's why you have my degree. Like, this is for you. Like, this is to let you know, like, like, this is what you created. Like, this is what you gave the world. Like, this is what you gave Alabama A&M. Like, you gave them me. You gave the world me. Like, all my friends that know me, like, it's because, like, you pushed me out into this world, man. And I'm I'm going, like, full speed like a missile, man. And, you know, I'm just I'm just here to just keep keep doing my job, keep doing my work, man. Just just keep letting everybody know, like, like without like I'm telling y'all, without this month, none of this would be possible, man. And you know, I'm just I'm just so happy to just come back and still see, like, man, like God is good, man. God is still working. God is always on time, man. And man, when we thinking, man, oh my gosh, like, what am I gonna do? Like, He always finds a way to remind us why we need to keep going. To let us know, like, man, we can't give up. We've been through too much to give up. And, you know, even with that said in closing, y'all, please, please, man, follow me on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Spotify, man. Please share my podcast. Please, please do everything you can to spread my podcast, man. I'm just, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to grow my audience, man. I'm trying to reach more people. I'm trying to help more people, man. So if you could, man, just, just help me help somebody. Help me help somebody. And, you know, I hope I hope y'all have a good rest of y'all weeks, a good rest of y'all months. And until next time, peace.